Back to Loaded Gloves with Joey El Gallo and Tommy the Genie. First things first, before we uh, get into any of this, Sophie has a question for Tommy. And Sophie, come on over here. She's got a question for Tommy. This is going to be in regard to world boxing. You go ahead, Soph. Ask the question for Tommy. He's an expert on everything. I am? Yep. Uh, so I know you were talking about um, boxing around the world, and I just wanted to know if there are any boxers from Scandinavia or Poland. Well, actually, Poland has a lot of good heavyweights and a lot of good boxers. Scandinavia, I no. I would have to say no. Okay. But Poland, yes, they have a couple. You know, there's no apparently no light Polish people. So they're all heavyweights or cruiserweights. Apparently, they eat too much. Well, drink I'm, too much. I'm not going to say anything. I know. But it's pretty hard to knock out a Polish boxer. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no. That's what they are, though. But that's yeah. all they are. They're usually like, they get to a, like a B level. Uh huh. And then they become the gateway for the A level guys. Right. Like they become the guy yeah. you have to, because you, because if you can knock out a Polish guy, right. you're ready for the next level. I come from Gdansk. Yes. I'm here to box. Give me some bratwurst. No, not bratwurst. Give me some kalbasi and sauerkraut. I'll be happy, right? I would love Yak to hear them. They should say that in the ring. I can't. First of all, I've actually seen a Polish fighter who started drinking in the ring after the fight. I love that. Like, you know, back in the day when he used to hand fighters cigarettes in the ring. But I saw a Polish fighter break out vodka. All right, there In you the go. ring, his manager walked over and they all started taking swigs of it. So, you know, that basically sums up the Polish boxing in one sense, Scandinavia is too busy making hot chocolates and stuff. Okay, like that. so I think we answered Sophie's question sufficiently. Who is a big boxing fan? And she became a boxing fan thanks to Bob Papa and the Olympics. We spoke about that before. And yes. ever since, and there were times where I would get home and she wanted a box. She would want to box me, and to this day, she wants to box. Um, speaking of which, I find this a, a really interesting thing. You know about the Mayweather exhibition fight against uh, now a. Nasakawa, yeah, on yes. uh, December thirty first, and he's a kickboxer. Yeah. He says it's going to be just a an entertaining thing, just for entertainment. Yeah, I guess I missed you, missed hearing you say that. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll all be stacked in Mayweather's favor because he's the money side of it. Yeah, although that guy's amazing. Well, I'm sure he is. He's, I, he's amazing. I, but. I think kickboxing and regular straightforward boxing really don't mix all that well. I mean, you think about Muhammad Ali when he would try to mix it up with. Yes. wrestlers or the kickboxers or whatever. It didn't bode well for Muhammad Ali. Now, remember when he fought that guy that laid on the ground the whole time, the Japanese fighter that laid on... I, yes, I do. Yes. And, I mean, how do you how do you beat that? I mean, that was, was great strategy, and he can't complain. It was so boring, though. He, but he, he couldn't <laughs> complain about that because Muhammad Ali was all about the rope-a-dope, which would tire out his opponent. Yeah, that was that was just a publicity stunt gone bad, though. Like, I watch it for humor. He just laid on his back and kicked him in the shins. All right, we got some other things that are going on, too, and then we'll get uh, Joe Rojas on the phone. There's a, um, a match that's happening between Cecilia Brekas and uh, Alexis... Um, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Madziak Lopez. It doesn't matter. She'll be yeah. dismissed easily. I really don't like uh, women boxing. I think it's too barbaric. I, uh, really? Yeah. I don't, I, 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 would... I, I, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm actually good friends with this uh, Amanda, Amanda Serrano. I know you are. It's just not yeah. my uh, cup of tea. I and just don't want to see women slugging it out like that. Cecilia doesn't slug it out. She's just, she's just, she's like, she wins every fight she's in, and it's a slap fest. It's, yeah. it's yeah. So two women slapping each other, other over a, a, you know, yeah, an item in the supermarket. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> not it that bad, to? not that bad. But there's no power. It's just, 
I think, and that's HBO's last fight. The yeah. fact that HBO's going out with, with the women that on their last card is kind of weird. Yeah, it's sad. And it's 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 billed as after dark, so I don't know what's going to happen. After that dark, match. after yeah. dark means forty percent less viewers. Um, that's basically the interpretation. Let of the me words. bring in an ethical expert on this particular issue. That would be Emily. Emily, uh, can you join us here for this discussion about women's boxing? How do you feel about it? And it's okay to really rip on them. It's not like anybody's going to challenge you to... Uh, it, no, it's not. It's not ripping on them. I think that if they can do it, they should do it. And, uh, you know... Really? Yeah, absolutely. If Thank you. If you feel like fighting and you have the talent and the ability, you should be put in the ring and kick the F at whoever you feel like. Yes. Wow. Okay. I feel the same way. I mean, like, really? you know, it doesn't always it's have to be a foxy boxing kind of crap. Uh, I... I did you know, not say no, foxy boxing. Saying, I thought <laughs> regular boxing. A lot of guys or a lot of people tune in thinking that it's going to be jello wrestling, but these women are here to fight. <laughs> and uh, if they're able to and they've got the drive, go for it. All right. What about MMA? Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm not a fan of it myself, but I think, again, if you can get in that ring and you can do it, go for it. All right. And you're a big fan of Ronda. Ronda I love Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I love Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Okay, and MMA, women are the A-sides. Yes. They, yeah, they, I know they're that. They're the ticket sellers. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to tell you, it's to me, I think it, when you when you want to talk tennis, for instance, I think women's tennis is much more competitive so and much more interesting than the men's. It's always been like that. Yes, and it goes back to Billie Jean King. So I, I would always, I, w- I would always watch that with like, wow. Well, I there's, can't, there's I no can't drama believe. in men's tennis. No, not this at year, all. You had drama in women's tennis when you had. You know, well, Selena lost, and she was, you know, right. made some comments well, also, that she shouldn't have made. Also, it was much like, you know, watching the Dallas Cowboys with the finesse of the 70s. Yes. You know, they played like like ladies' tennis players. You know, they're just finesse. Not power like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but more of a finesse type of team. That's why they met each year. That's why those were the two teams. It yeah, was but finesse who, versus who, power. Who always won? The power, right? Well, the power beat the Cowboys. He knows I'm a Cowboy fan. So. That's why I'm doing that, yeah. <laughs> the, they beat the Cowboys twice, but I still have five Super Bowls. I'm All right, happy. well, uh, Giants got four four and one. That's not so bad. It's not like I'm an Eagle fan who just won one Super Bowl thinking, the next five years, we're yeah. going to have chili steaks and cheese <laughs> yeah, steaks. It's over. The Eagles are going to win forever. Now, even halfway through the season, I had some Eagle friends of mine who wanted to fire the coach. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, People. I keep I keep hashtagging under all my Philly friends like uh, you know one year dynasty. It's there is no such thing. All right, here, let's move on to Vasily Lomachenko versus Jose Pedraza. That's tonight. All right, yes. Yeah. Uh, it says Pedraza, bad left hook. Pedraza, Pedraza, yes. Bad left hook. Yeah. All right, nothing to say about that one. It's it's a it's a, it's nothing. It's a money fight. Vasily is the best fighter in boxing. It's over. All right. I'm not even going to watch it. Okay. World Boxing Super Series could be canceled. How could that could be canceled? I don't know. Let me uh, check out the full article. I thought you would know this off the it's top of your head. It's making millions of dollars. The World Boxing Super Series, which is currently running tournaments at Bantamweight, Junior Welterweight, and Cruiserweight, is in danger of being canceled before the semifinal bout of the second season, according to a report by Mike uh, Coppinger at The Ring. Coppinger writes, the turmoil has been brewing behind the scenes with investors and several fighters are still awaiting for their victory bonuses. Mm. The first season of WBSS featured tournaments at Super Middleweight and Cruiserweight, won by Callum Smith and Alexandra Yusik. Yep. I don't don't know. You know what? about this? Yeah. Or is this just one of those... No. uh, it's it's one of those organizations that nobody really knew where the money was coming from or where anybody really didn't want to acknowledge where the money was coming from. 
It's all Eastern Bloc backing. You know what I'm saying? So it's all the Russians all over again. So you know, I'm sh- you know, it could be a situation where all the big wigs took all their money and just said, "All right, we're we're done." You know, you never know over there. I I was always questioning why they would brag about all these pay per view and 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 app because they're on the Dayzone app. Why they'd be bragging about all these viewership numbers, but yet they refuse to televise on ESPN or Showtime mm-hmm. or anywhere in the United States or Fox, which is big in boxing now. Fox. You're going to like this one. Alexander Flores insists Joseph Parker was gifted the world title. I agree. You agree with yes, that? Okay. Yeah. And I'm a big Parker fan, but that was disappointing. Yeah, we me. talked about him the last time. Yeah, oh, little... um, there's a big problem in England right now with one of the guys, uh, Russian guy that you were, you were mentioning before, where he was involved with Swiss bank accounts and some sort of heroin trafficking, and they have questions about it, and it could mean that that would be trouble for the British Olympic team as yeah. far as going to Japan. Did you hear about that one? Yeah. I have a story somewhere. I kind of, get it I kind of feel like at this point they should just not do Olympic boxing anymore because between the judging and the and the the, the so called quote unpaid sponsorships, it's just become a farce. Yeah. Like it's it, it, yeah, I I could see that because remember the the games in China. Yeah. When we had our gymnastics team going against the the Chinese team, it, yeah. it seemed like this is uh, the the women's team. It seemed like the judges are really biased. It's ridiculous. And you know, you're not supposed to have that in Olympic play. It's not supposed to be like that. But I suppose how can you not help but uh, give your uh, nation a higher score if you're one of the judges? Like I love it when I'm watching hockey and stuff because I just feel like they're more polished athletes. But when you're watching 14 year old girls, they the pressure on these girls on like the balance beams and stuff like that is I, I'm taking Xanax just watching it. Yeah, like I, I can't even acknowledge what they're going I can't, it's too much pressure it's it's not like it used to be there's too much training and money behind it now so it's almost like if the girl loses it's not just oh well she you know can come back next year she lost they i feel like they think they're letting down sponsors oh, and yeah, investors yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. training equipment and you know all the people that throw money behind them again that's one of those sports where the floor exercises and all the things that happen in women's gymnastics are much more compelling than on the men's side and I still, to this day, cannot forget the meme, that meme face. Remember? Yes. Uh, I, I forget her name. She made that. Mm, I can't remember she won what the her silver. Name. Yes. Yeah, it was great. So what's going on? What do we have on the card for today's show of things they want to get around to besides getting Joe Rojas? Well, I, well he wants to go over. Line. I want to bring El Gallo wants to go over the heavyweight fight that changed boxing last week. The All right. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight, which I feel... I underestimated the energy and importance behind the fight, and he didn't. Well, because I kind of feel like I was like, here it goes. It's not going to mean anything like that. And then I went to see it in a movie theater because uh-huh. that was the only place you didn't have to pay $100. And, and I couldn't fly out there and pay 5000 a ticket. So they were showing it in over 400 theaters. Uh, and, and, and he was here yesterday, was I think. He? Yeah, he was. He was in the studio. And, I, and I, I was busy, so I was like, I should go out and say hi. But <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really sure if it was really him. I and I Thursday, yeah. I didn't want to get into one of those awkward positions no, he, where I pretend like I know somebody that I don't know, which my wife, Emily, and Sophie has seen this happen to me, myriad of occasions. I get very uncomfortable, and it kind of derails me for the whole day. It happened with me and Duff McKagan and some guy last <laughs> week at, at a diner in, uh, in Paramus, New Jersey. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I, and I fake like I know the person. I go, hey, how you doing? How you doing? All right, great. Hope your family's well. Ah, all right, see you soon. You know, and then I don't even know what I sort of agreed to. Was it Duff McKagan? Yeah, it was at LAX uh, two years ago when uh, we were getting my, our luggage. We both recognized each other. We're like, yeah, yeah. okay, so we're uneasy. 
neither one of us wants to budge at that point. Emily was right there. She knew. Yeah. And so we go, how you doing? Good. How you doing, man? All right. Well, take care. Have yourself a good one. All right. You too. Bye. (laughs) I had an awkward Miley Cyrus moment where I walked into a room where she was. Oh, well, I don't want to hear this. It's a family (laughs) show. That was awkward. Yeah. It must have been some weird dream you have going on. It was awkward. It was, you know, every rabbit controlling your your head over there. It was at her sister's concert and she was hiding, trying to see if everybody was waiting in line for the meet and greet to meet her sister. So she was like being like a good big sister. She was like peeking around the corner and stuff like that. I didn't see this. And some guy kept telling me, don't back up. Don't back up. Stay where you are. Because I was just waiting, watching the people I was with. <laughs> wow. When Tommy backs yes. up, he makes that noise like yeah, a truck backing Getting up. an autograph. Beep, beep, I, was, beep, beep, beep. I wanted to make sure the two people I was with were online. And they were there. So I was waiting. I was supervising, being a good guy. And I backed into this room. And I heard, this, <laughs> she just looks over me and goes, oh, excuse me. She's like, is my sister's line busy? I was like, I was like speechless. It was... Uh. I wanted to take pictures. I don't know why. I oh, wanted wow. to actually speak, which I have the I have the power of speech, and I couldn't say anything. It was very awkward. That's kind of weird that you get tongue-tied with Miley Cyrus. I think it's I said her like name. She's like an A-list. I think I very creepily looked at her and went, Miley, and then just left. I don't know. You that know, was really weird. I'll tell you like, what happened was... to me. Uh, Danny Bonaducci used to work at the same studios, and on occasion I'd run into him, and instead of saying, hi, Danny, or hey, Danny Bonaducci, i go, Partridge! Oh. Uh, J.B. Smoove, he comes over here, and I'll go, <laughs> so whatever their characters are, see, I don't and think I, I don't. I, I don't think they take like offense. That. I don't. No, he uh, Bonaducci, he Partridge, it? he was cool with it because uh. he knows how I am. He, he, like, there's something missing in my skull. Well, because Cassidy, you can take me to any doctor here in New York and have my head examined, and you know what they'll find? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, because Cassidy didn't like it. I know that. So coming up in just a little bit, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then it's the great late Joe Rojas. Follow BFA on Facebook at Big Fat America. Zach Martin on Twitter at Zach Martin Rocks. And Zach Martin on Instagram. Wait, Zach is on Instagram? I can guarantee he has no clue how to use that. See all the interviews and videos at ZachMartinRocks.com. We are back with Loaded Gloves. I'm Zach Martin along with Tommy. And we have... um, Joey Elgayo. Yeah, well, Joey's kind of in a doghouse with me. He uh, uh, just flat left me one day and then I, I didn't hear from him and then I <laughs> sent him text and phone calls and he just doesn't doesn't uh, call. He didn't invite my daughter to his Mexican wedding with the sombreros and she was looking forward to that. <laughs> you know, she's still a, and by the way, you know something you promised to come over to take my daughter for a ride in your BMW and you didn't do that either. Uh, that's been repossessed. Of course. uh, Has not been repossessed. (laughs) No, I'm sure it has been repossessed. He's on two feet now to get around. All right. It's my chicken legs. Okay. Well, listen, uh, (laughs) let's let's get back to a load of gloves and what we're talking about. I'm going to give it to Tommy right now because he's got some uh, good stuff for you. Well, I want to recap last week. I want to go over the the heavyweight fight that changed boxing. It changed. You're right, but this is special for few reasons because one the genie called this about three to four years ago yes i did the genie predicted the heavyweight division four years ago (laughs) (laughs) come on no one did that no one nobody so uh this is magic this is magic for the loaded gloves i did right it was on i was on on that one i mean this is magic for the loaded gloves crew it really is I, i mean this is a guy, Tyson Fury, uh, that we've 
been on this roller coaster with emotionally. We've invested money in his fights. We've we've listened to him perform and sing. We've we've been on so many. We've been on such as a fan of Tyson Fury. We've been on such a roller coaster, right, Jamie? Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been unbelievable. He's been mentioned since like show one, Zach. Like we've been talking about Tyson Fury. We I I, I woke the world to Tyson Fury. Yeah, and and. It's just amazing. This, you know, Tyson Fury almost needs like an adversary within himself, right? Because he, he, what he came back from, and actually uh, something interesting, you know, after the fight, he said that he baited Deontay Wilder this whole thing, you know, like, yeah, I'll take a fight. I need any fight. You know, he totally played with Wilder's head before the fight. That's what some people are saying that he acted desperate. You know, he clearly was going through a lot of stuff, but. He kind of baited him into the fight, and uh, the hand of God lifted him up off the canvas. As what Fury keeps saying, he goes, it, it, "I have no idea what happened." It's amazing. Of- it was amazing. It's amazing talking about how he went to three hundred and fifty pounds. He was yep. addicted to drugs, and this fight brought him back. God brought him to the ring yeah. for this yeah. fight. Yeah, I'm sure God's really interested in that I'm kind saying, of a match. He's a gypsy, this guy. So, and he donated his whole purse. To charity. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. He donated oh, all of his wow. money to charity. That's kind of nice. No, he's actually a great guy. He's a, he's from a band of gypsies, and I'm serious. There's a fight ears in England. There's this guy, Billy Billy Joe Saunders. They're all they're gypsies. Yep. But Joey, yep. I didn't ask you yet because we didn't talk. How do you feel about the scorecard? You know, we see, the thing is, not good, of course. Not good. But I will say that when you get... When the first knockdown was not a real knockdown, you saw that, right? It was a rabbit was punch, a, right? I, so, but he still got the knockdown. He got the ten eight round. But you know what? It's it's genie. We watched so many fights, and and I knew that Tyson Fury either had to, well, he completely outboxed him, pretty much the, the whole fight, twelve rounds, but. He got put down, and it's like they were looking for any reason to, for a rematch, right? A hundred percent. You know, and it's kind of like it, it's. I don't know. He he is so good. Fury is so much better than I expected because he will do Joshua. He will put out a boxing clinic with Joshua. He will. He will. It will be embarrassing. It, do you remember what? Um, do you remember what, and speaking of another gypsy, Billy Joe Saunders did to Lemieux? Do you yes, remember that? Yes, 100%. That's what's going to happen in that other fight. Right. right. I mean, uh, and, and how people can say, oh, we've seen the best Tyson Fury is absurd, right? No. Isn't that absurd? No, another six months with that trainer would have been the best Tyson Fury. Right. And let's talk about the trainer. How amazing is that he picked up that young kid to train him? Yeah, that's crazy. What was it? Twenty-five oh. year old, right? Twenty-five is the trainer. Yeah, yeah. I just thought the craziest part of the fight was Tyson Fury getting up from the dead in the last round. Like, I mean, <laughs> the whole crowd. I saw it in a crowded <laughs> movie theater. I was there was two hundred fifty people in there. Families. It was so really? ref, so refreshing to see that people, families, popcorn, like people all talking. They were watching all the undercards too. They were good. The undercards were pretty good. But yeah, uh, and, Jared Hurd looked good, but. When Tyson Fury got knocked down, and I, yeah. he was unconscious, in my opinion, for the first nine seconds of the count, they all turned around with throwing popcorn up in the air, cheering, high-fiving each other, jumping like that. I actually did that, like, you know, obnoxious hand motion, like, yo, turn around and look back at the screen. And he rose from the dead. 
It was like the Undertaker in wrestling, bro. He just sat up. <laughs> like, I like, like Michael Myers in Halloween. He just like, right. oh, he's not dead. You better keep shooting him. It was more it was Michael Myers. You're right. It, it was, was. Michael Myers. <laughs> it was. On the night. Yo, when he, he was out. And then he got up and he was fine. That was even crazier. Oh, he God. was totally fine that, when he got up. But I think at that moment, that's when that fight galvanized the heavyweight division. When everybody yeah. in the world was like, oh, my God. In fact, Deontay was on the fan this week. Yeah. They and, did a and, whole hour and, with him. And, and I was afraid to say hi to him because I, I didn't want to get into one of those situations where I mistakenly said hi to the wrong person because yeah. that person looks like that other person. You know, that would have been a bad thing. Well, I can tell you, uh, Jeannie, uh, every time we have, we've had like George Foreman in there. And, oh, and yeah. Wilder. George Foreman was great. Yeah. And they think and Mike you know, Tyson. They, George Foreman looked at Zach and goes, "Did I fight you?" They <laughs> that He's another one. He's so damn fat. All right, so, He's so, so damn big. So so <laughs> let, let me go down the list of boxers who thought that they fought me. George Foreman, yeah. I remember that George, now. Um, yeah, you remember that? Th then there was, um, oh my gosh, what was Holy his name? Field. Holyfield. Yeah, he 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 was wondering if I boxed him, and then one more. <laughs> You need, you need to figure out who this guy is that Damn, they think was, you are. Who was like, the guy that was in the bar uh, that asked me if I boxed him? That was at a Burt yeah. Sugar event. This uh, happened like three times. No, it wasn't People a Vander Holyfield. All right, it's 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 up to five now. It was um, oh, what was the guy's name? He, he was. I think uh, they think you're Jerry Cooney. Maybe, yeah. maybe that could be it. <laughs> I really do. They think you're because you're. Oh my you know, gosh! I'm trying to think. Uh, Larry, Holmes. Uh, Larry Holmes. Oh, Larry Holmes. Yeah, Larry yeah, Holmes. Larry Holmes. So so I had Larry Holmes. Uh, George Foreman, um, uh, Holyfield, Mike Tyson. He didn't even ask me if you're I, too if big I for radio. That's yeah. why you're yeah. like six eight. Like yeah. you, it's 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 too. And then and then <laughs> I was. I, well, this is funnier. It's not. It's more than the boxing. One time I I went up to Howard Cross, who's a former New York Giant, and we're over at the Starbucks, and I I said hi, and I work at WFAN. My name is Zach, and I overhear him talking. My wife heard him too. I think I played against him in either in college or maybe he's on some other NFL team. So, you know, <laughs> then there was the time. This is this gets even better. Um, uh, Michael Irvin called me one Saturday and he's talking to me. I'm like, Michael, you, you got the wrong Zach Martin. I don't play. I'm not a uh, lineman for, the, for, the the yeah, for the Cowboys. You thought you were the old lineman for the Cowboys? Oh, my God. Dallas Cowboys. And I should have I should have thought of these. Hey, 70. I'm like, what? You know, oh, no, no. You got the wrong one. So. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I, I should have gotten into boxing. You know what we should do, Jeannie? We should go, uh, the three of us, We got it when we go to a live show, we're going to set Zach up at the table next to us with like some... some, some <laughs> yeah, and interview, and interview <laughs> and me then, about boxing. And, uh, right, and we're going to have him sign autographs and be like, who's that? And I was oh, this is the ex-heavyweight Zachary Fisher. You take a picture with him. We should set him up and fake it and see how many people... I mean, you got to act oh, like an well, Xbox. Oh, well, listen, here's, the, here's <laughs> a, a fact. If you go around town with a camera and you tell people, that's the legendary... Boxer Zach Martin, three-time heavyweight. They'll be asking for autographs and wanting to get pictures. And, you you know, that would be great YouTube video stuff. I'm going to do You'll it end up Durant, getting AdSense. When we get Duran oh, Sr. Yeah. When Duran Sr. comes down, I'm going to do it. We're going to set Zach up. Yeah. It'll oh. be it'll be Duran C Sr. We're going to do like a, qu a trivia show. Like, who fought Zach? And we're going to just have everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like a, yeah. We'll do a game show episode. So, so you know, back to... Um, I, this is interesting, too, is... Tyson Fury, uh, they while leading up to the fight, they said this is going to be Wilder's staple win. This is going to put him on the map. He's the American heavyweight. Tyson Fury dominated the headlines. I know after he the did. Fight. 
I know. And did you see that that they moved Tyson Fury uh, to number two in the rankings and Deontay to number three because every single person that has a vote thought he won. I did not see that. Yeah, they moved Tyson Fury to number two and Deontay to three because all the eligible voting people said that you vote to move for the rankings all thought he won. All right, so that that brings us to this. Can either of you, if somebody's listening to Loaded Gloves for the first time or might not really understand how boxing scoring is done, can you give us a little insight on that? Joey's Joey's the scoring expert. Go go ahead, Joe. Take it over. Let us know what are some of the aspects of that. The, the the problem is it's there's so much up for interpretation, right? So it's ring generalship, you know, it's uh, um, power shots, you know. So you have volume, it, yeah, right. It is too much uh, interpretation, right? Because you know, say the three of us are sitting ringside, right? This is perfect, yeah, okay? right. And grant, say we all have this similar experience, but we're all watching a fight with our own it's our own interpretation of it so and there's different boxing styles and uh, you know it's the thing that then you have the, the corruption you know it's just it's it's one of the problems of the sport but just like tyson fury rose up off the canvas the, the boxing rose up off the canvas again and got it the judging is it it's just it's poor judging is part unfortunately as part of the sport and uh, you know what? Another good example of this is: you remember the trip, the Triple G Canelo rematch? It, they didn't score jabs for Triple G. They didn't it's score like, jabs at all. All of a sudden, jabs didn't matter. So, how do I explain it to people? It's it's kind of hard because if they're watching, what? you know, <laughs> what are they watching? Right? Well, I, I think. Well, I, I mean, basically, we can. Well, you can see this on the football field where everybody has a different interpretation of what a catch is. Yeah. And, and everybody has an opinion about that, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong or right. It's just an opinion, and then on the field, the referee's got to make the best decision he's able or she's able to do at the time. So there's probably something to it. And there's also the fact that you're going to be a little bit biased if you have a favorite boxer right. that you get yeah. to judge that night. I well, think, also, Yeah, but I also yeah. think that because of the day and age we live in now, I think ring generalship is a lost one. I don't even think no one even looks yeah. at it anymore. I think everyone looks at power shots and volume punching because Tyson Fury dominated ring generalship. He made yeah. his opponent look foolish for nine out of the right. 12 rounds. I don't think everyone's even looking at that anymore, in my opinion. I think it's literally just punching now. What was really scary was, um, I think there, after the fight, Tyson Fury, you know, well, one of his interviews, he said, you know, basically he didn't have a shot at winning because they had him... Uh, I think it was going to be a draw anyway before one of the knockdowns, you know, and that's kind of scary. Think about how scary that is. So if you took that knockdown away, it would have still been a draw. Which is stupid. That Alejandro, the guy that gave it 115-112 to Deontay should be fired. Like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. He gave, like, Deontay four of the first five rounds. He gave him six rounds in a row or something Yeah, it was like that, stupid. Right? Yeah, it was ridiculous. So how do you explain that? How do you explain that? But, you know, if Fury... You know, I don't know. Are they going to have an immediate rematch, or I think they kind of have to? Well, the WBC right? ordered it, and plus, when right. Deontay was on WFAN, he actually said they, 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 you know, Reco got him to say it. He was kind of like, you know, he kept saying, "Well, I don't know. I'm going to fight. I want to do fights. I want to. I want to make money." Then finally, he said, "I absolutely want that to be my next fight. That will be my next fight." And then at the very end, when he was leaving, he said, "You heard me say it. That's my next fight." So now yeah, Joshua. That's a direct well, they're trying to send Joshua up with Usyk, 
and you know to, for money because Joshua thinks he can beat Usyk. I think Usyk wins that fight. But, Usyk might school him. Yeah, he I think so too. But and Tyson Fury is going to want the money. The rematch is going to it's going to be ridiculous. Listen, I'll take a draw. I I don't want to yeah. take a draw yeah. because Tyson Fury won. But I'll take that draw because that draw now sets up for what will be the greatest fight of next yeah. year. Nothing next year that's already planned, at least, can come close to that fight. In nothing, it, it, that's a casual crossover fight. That like the casual fans who know nothing about boxing will watch it. But the boxing fa- the fans are actually as much into that. Like all the boxing yep. chat rooms and everything, I'm getting annoyed. I don't even go in them now because they can't stop talking about that fight. Like you right. know, four hundred thousand pay per views. It should have been more. They said there was an estimated ten million streams. So yep. four hundred thousand pay per views. That next time. Listen, if that fight oh, next time yeah. is on DAZN or something else, yeah. you uh, might have a million dollar, a million viewership easily for paid services. That fight will make a fortune. Speaking of which, how happy are you? How of, happy are you for Fury that he's going to get that payday? He how deserves that payday. I just hope he doesn't donate that one to charity. I know he has I a know. lot of money, <laughs> and he's a great guy. But he said he said the other day he's happy living in a trailer. You know, as long as he's happy and he's mentally in a good place, away from drugs, away from alcohol, away from just being bad. He he wants to just be. Happy, he doesn't. He said, "I want to have enough money to feed myself, feed my family, feed my family's family." And I thought that was great. Why don't you send the pictures of your living room, Joe, and maybe he'll send you some money to to get furniture. Yeah, and try that. Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, which, we, when and when you talk about pay per views and upcoming matches, you have the Canelo versus Rocky on December fifteenth. What do you guys think about that particular match? Uh, well, that he's fighting. Well, think about this though. I'm going. Um, you know he's fighting on the East Coast, so the zone is. You know they said they're gonna, they want to build their East Coast audience and their fans. That's a know? good point. I that's mean, that's a good point he just made because Canelo doesn't yeah. ever fought, fight here. He's yeah, never right? he fights in the. They built an arena for Canelo. They built think, the T-Mobile Arena. Yep. In Las Vegas yep. for Canelo. Right. And, right. And uh, for them to stay zone now, paying him three hundred and sixty-five right. million dollars, they're saying fight. Wherever we want you to fight now, because yeah. now Canelo's now the day zone, you know, you know, Bill yeah. Cal, you know, he's the guy that, that that's he's on TV commercials well, all during well, Monday night football and stuff. While you're fight. talking, right. while you're talking right. about day zone, this is great. They have a deal going on right now. hundred plus fights per year with the first month free. And then it's nine ninety nine a month, you know, live and on demand. I think that is pretty much what, what WWE was doing. With their uh, uh, services, so they that, changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they so changed it, everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, like. I, I like that. I really like that. It makes it more economical for somebody to enjoy fights. Um, You're going to see Canelo in uh, with this his own deal. I think this is just step one. I think step two, he's going to be uh, fighting in a sold out Wembley Stadium against you know a tomato can yeah. that he could knock out and everyone will go crazy. And I think he was. I wouldn't say. I would say he's a superstar on our continent, and he's uh, uh, known by the boxing fans around the world. But I think the zone is going to make him a global superstar. He could be a billion. On, he could be a billion dollar fighter. He could yep, be the yep. first between endorsement deals and sponsorships, merchandising, and then his yep. already three hundred and sixty five million dollar contract. He could be the first billion dollar fighter. We also have yeah, some, I mean, we also have some breaking news that just came across the wire right now, and you probably spoke about it before. Floyd Mayweather. Well, no, yeah, well, that's coming up on December thirty first. <laughs> uh, WB, WBC unanimously votes to order a Wilder Fury rematch. Yeah, that was mandated. They mandated yep. it. Yeah, so that's great. That's great. You know, and. Storyline. Yeah, but they're known for not really following through with any of their mandatories. Yeah, that's true. Boxing is like the only sport where you can just flat out lie to millions of people and just 
And then when you're confronted about it, I didn't say that. Gee, okay, it sounds like course. radio. The, the only thing I'm worried about with Canelo is I, you know, I'm going next week and I just went online to buy tickets and there's a lot of seats left. Like, you know, yeah, well, you couldn't buy anything for Fury or Wilder and you can't buy for like, if Pacquiao fought at the Garden, all the Filipinos in New York City would load up that arena. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Pacquiao because uh, Aram set that fight up with Lomachenko. Lomachenko said, no, he's too old. Oh, yeah, I saw I that. Said, I was going to call yeah. you about that. That's crazy. I it's think Lomachenko's afraid of him. Stupid. Well, if you, guys, think- if you guys want to really start a little, uh, uh, I guess you might say, fight uh, on loaded gloves, did you see the uh, tweet from Amber Dixon towards uh, Floyd Mayweather? No. Yeah, she, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. was not pleased when I asked him why not allow kickboxer Tenshin uh, Nasakawa to kickbox in their New Year's Eve fight. So apparently got all upset. And then he said that he was just going to follow the rules. Uh, Floyd May- Mayweather admits he's never going to fight outside of boxing rules. So how is that going to happen? You got a regular stand-up boxing kickboxer. against kickboxer. I, I, I just, I don't like these kind of... Uh, I like, I like Floyd. Well, <laughs> well, Floyd's a genius. Floyd come, makes the I rules. Finally, I finally come around, Jeannie and, and Zach. I finally understand them, I think. I finally, I'm okay with them, which is crazy. I never thought I would be because he's going to make maybe $100 million for yeah. four-round sparring. I mean, like, how do you... How can you hate on the guy for that? He's 40-something years old, not not fighting a professional fight and still making $100 million. And, and he's, he's not so going to get hurt. Pulling the wool. Yeah. Yeah, he's so yeah. good at pulling the wool over people's eyes that I kind of like him now. That's weird. And yeah. everybody that says they're not going to watch it is going to watch it. It's, he's no, a, and isn't he a Dallas Cowboy fan? Did I see that right? I don't know. He's a big gambler. You uh, know what's funny about the guy he's, he's fighting? He's a big gambler. Um, right. The guy he's fighting... Uh, he, that guy is an absolute, that kid is an absolute savage when it comes to kickboxing. He is the real deal when you're talking kickboxing rules. I mean, that kid All right. is an animal. So how, how, that. how's that going to work? Remember that? How's that going to work, though? Well, Jeannie, remember that video you sent me? Was he the one who did that, like, um, flip kick or something? Was that the kid? No, no. That, that was amazing. The flip kick? <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen. What I, was that? I can't remember where we watched that. I sent you that link. That was this amazing. He's the real deal in kickboxing. He's the real deal. Yeah, Absolutely. this this kid they said is like ready. Like they want Floyd wants to sign him and move him into MMA here. Like, but you know he's kickboxing. Kickboxing can't doesn't work in MMA, unfortunately. All right. Well, yeah, I, I do have an uh, an update on Donna Stevenson. Did you see that fight? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, he, he's uh, yeah. still in critical condition. Still in a coma. He had brain surgery, so uh, they're still waiting to see what happens uh, in, in his recovery. That's my, How about Teddy Atlas too in the nails corner? I mean, you know, you, that's my boy. My boy did that. That's another one that the genie picked. Yeah, that's the yep, genie. The I picked the guy. Unfortunately, my guy got his world title by putting another guy in a coma. So I don't really feel yeah. that great about it. But but Stevenson, you know, he gets so gassed, and then the nail probably he just kept hammering him. Canada's know, like Canada's Canada's looking at banning boxing now because of this fight. Yep. Really? Yeah, because yeah. he's their national hero. It's not like you yeah. know here where there's a million fighters. That's their I, hero. You know, here's the other wow. thing about it. He's wow. he's what 41 years old. Yeah, he shouldn't. I, be I don't know. I, you know, I mean, George Foreman was able to do that at 50 and 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 keep going for a while, but totally different thing. And you know, I, I I don't know. 41 yeah. is a little too old to be boxing. Well, he's in good shape because he lightly fights. He doesn't fight anybody good. But he made the mistake. He tried to cherry pick his way through one more title. Before yep. he was going to retire, and he picked my guy the nail. Yeah, and that's not good because there's six other guys at that heavyweight that are harder punchers, hands down. 
uh, Joe Smith Jr. or Betterbev and Kovalev and who's the other guy? Bevel. You know, those guys are all those guys are all heavier hitters. So he decided to pick the guy that on paper looked more like the technician. But he's a technician that wears you down for nine to ten rounds. And then when he gets that shot, he overwhelms you with his power. And that power is just as good. He just can't sustain his power, maybe, for as much as those other fighters. But for three punches, anybody in boxing could do it except for Chris Algieri. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go around the world to boxing. We're gonna start with uh, Tom. It, let's just say uh, what's coming up in the world of boxing in England. That's that's you're gonna be uh, telling us what's going on there. Uh, the, the biggest English cards here. It's that fight at the Garden next week. They, they're bringing some of their fighters out yep. for that. Okay, they even brought Katie Taylor out for that. Katie wow. Taylor. Katie Taylor is like the female Floyd Mayweather. Not right. that not that big yet, but. When she came out of the Olympics, they've molded her within eight fights. Like, within eight fights, she was the biggest thing in boxing she, in Ireland and England. They love her. They uh-huh. love her. They're bringing her out here. So I think Dazon's, like, so interested in expanding. The only really big thing going on is Kel Brook is fighting. Yeah. Uh, kind of nobody big, but, you know, and then and we love Kel Brook, me and Joey. But as, yeah. far as, as far as anything super big coming up immediately in England, I, that's their card. They, they're... That, that day's own card next week, they have a lot of their guys on that. I think Kid Galahad's on that card, too. Joey likes well, I like. and But I'm saying Katie Taylor. For Katie Taylor to be coming to the United States and fighting at 7 o'clock, she's used to fighting primetime in big arenas in England. Yeah, so, at the Barclays Center. So this card next week is big. It's like hit or miss. And I like the day's own app and that first free month. That's oh, it's really great. worth it. It's nine ninety nine a month. You can't beat it, especially if you're a boxing fan. Well, now we're gonna, now now we got one for Joe. You ready, Joe? Up, wait, wait, one more All question. Right, go ahead, uh, Jeannie. What's going on with Brampton? I mean, uh, Brampton comes no, alive. Brampton's fighting. Uh, oh, I just drew a blank on that. He's fighting. What's his name? I can't remember the name right now. Oh, hey, Zach. You may want to tune into this one. The Black Pole is fighting. Uh, in Poland, Izzy Ugonu. Uh, oh, speaking of Poland, see? yes, I know. I know, Zach. You like um, the Black Pole, and you're a big fan of, of the Black Pole, and he's fighting. Uh, ah, Yakshamash, Yakshamash. Sophie's going to be very excited about the Black Pole yeah, fighting. He's, meanwhile, he's like Nigerian. That is but right. He fights. He was raised by a Polish family. Sophie is the biggest oh. fan of the Black Pole. You wouldn't believe it. Oh we should God. be able to get her some autographs of this guy, Izzy Ugonu. Yeah. Oh, he's a beast. He's oh, a beast. So, oh, Sophie loves him. Do we have a fathead of him by any chance? My daughter's his biggest fan. We should set, set up some <laughs> some oh sort of God. meet and greet. Um, all right, let's Jeez. move. Let's move to um, another got- of the world. And this time, it's Joe's turn. Let Joey take. You ready, Joe? Yeah. Venezuela. What's going on in Venezuela? Well, um, Venezuela. I got. Um, Chuck, I can't believe this. Hold on a second. Hold on. El guy was thinking right now. Um, well, our guy. Uh, yeah. Camp, uh, Uskategi. So, um, he's Venezuelan. Yeah. Oh. But you know, but he, you know, fighting in Mexico and, um, what the hell is he doing? What's he doing? Um, what's going on in Venezuela? Let's yeah. Say, other than Jose Uskategi, I don't really know. Um, it's not a big boxing country. What's he fighting? Caleb Plant? I think that's it. But other than that, Linares um, is Venezuelan. All right, all right. I'll give you an easy one. I'll give you an easier one. What's going on in Antarctica as far as boxing? Yeah, okay. Well, that's an easy is, one. They discovered an alien base below yeah, Antarctica. Yeah, that's right. There's, that's true. It's a, it's a, yeah. we can't say much about that because we, you know, you know what, uh, Joe, you got to be very careful what you say because you don't want to start your car and then all of a sudden 
you know, you're not there anymore. Don't get me started on the conspiracy theories. I've right. had a lot yeah, of he's time bad. to research those out. All right, Joey, what's your opinion on King Ryan right now? You know, I haven't thought about him. Ryan Garcia. Garcia. I haven't thought of him. All right, well, you can sit there and think of those guys, and then the next time we have you on, you can tell us all about it. How's that for for it? He's been moving. He's been moving. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, uh, tell everybody how they can follow us on social media, because we are almost... Oh, time is almost up. I'll throw it over to him. We've got almost 15 rounds here. Shall we call it out? You can find us on Loaded Gloves NYC on Twitter. Yes. You okay now? Yeah, oh my I gosh. Just a, I just had a. Uh, Did you lose Wi Fi? <laughs> he yeah. uses his neighbor's Wi Fi. He does. I'm so broke. I gotta, I'm doing this call on, uh, on WhatsApp. <laughs> I was surprised his battery's still. I'm surprised oh, his battery didn't. I was expecting his phone well, battery to die. It's kind of tough for him. He's got that, he's got that old right? Star Trek tile. He's what? on. You can find us everywhere. Okay. All right. Thanks. You're real help. All right. <laughs> Go back to moving. We'll speak to you soon. Talk to you next week. See you later. (laughs) All right. Keeping me up to date. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Keep it locked right here. 